Welcome along on a, a wet and miserable Thursday to the uh, Herald Express, Devon Live, Talker United, Yellow Army podcast. Dave, did you realise that Talker United are top of the table at the moment? Talker United are leading a table at the moment. Uh... The Devon FA walking football season oh, has started. How did I miss it? And Torquay United, as things stand, after the first round of matches, are top of the table, having I'm, drawn nil-nil with Exeter City. I'm just genuflecting <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> we drew nil-nil with Exeter. We drew nil-nil with Biddeford. You can see a pattern emerging here. We drew nil-nil with Exminster and then beat Argyle by one goal to nil. Oh, that's the key game, isn't it? Yeah. Six yeah. points from well four done. games, and at the moment, Torquay United walking footballers are top of the table. I just thought I'd throw that in because it may not happen again. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. As somebody did yeah. point out um, at Walking Football, that listening to the podcast is a bit like listening to Morecambe and Wise, Ooh. he said, which I, th- I thought that was quite a compliment, but I presume <laughs> I'm the one with the short, fat, hairy legs. So, so there we go. But yeah, well, I've got, we both wear glasses <laughs> yeah. and they're both pointing in the right direction Indeed. at the moment. So, uh, yeah, good, good turnout from the um, the walking footballers right. this weekend. Great performance in goal from our man Jonathan. A Sean McDonald quality performance ah, from our man in goal. And and we can touch on that straight away because Sean McDonald is absolutely convinced he hasn't conceded a proper goal yet. No. Uh, and he's probably right because the one he did concede at uh, Oxford City uh, replay showed that the guy was offside. Um, uh, and of course, in his other games for United, I think it's six now. He hasn't let like one that. in yet. Has he, he hasn't let one in. So um, remarkable. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, so let's hope that uh, uh, your keeper stays in the same in the same vein. Absolutely. So Brightling Sea Regent last Saturday, David. Um, we're looking out the window at the rain today, but this is a shadow it's, of what it was like up full, there, wasn't it's it? Full headlight weather here, but yeah. uh, my God, it was miserable. Uh, at Brightling Sea. Uh, the funny thing was that we driving up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we drew drove through miserable weather. And, yeah, um, and it's a fair old trip, by the way. Long way. Yeah, it's a nice place. Fine, uh, quite flat, Essex coastal flatlands. Yeah. Um, uh, and when we got there, it was dry, and we said to the locals, "Hasn't hasn't it been pouring down here?" No. <laughs> Well, it certainly did. It certainly did. It arrived. It, it came yeah. in, and uh, um, it, it was almost like autumn had been missed out altogether. <laughs> because I don't know whether people remember last week. Last was it Thursday? Yeah. I think the temperature here was twenty-two or oh, something it was lovely. like that. Yeah. It was absolutely. Yeah. It was a, like a summer's day, and within forty-eight hours, it w- it was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. Um, the, the the stand there is obviously quite low. Yeah. It's a modest. Isthmian League ground and the wind had the effect of even if you were sitting in the stand and not many of us were uh, it made absolutely no difference at all I think I said on commentary that Patrick Tinkler who was making a brave his usual brave effort to commentate in difficult circumstances kept looking at the team sheet uh, which which looked more and more like the Dead Sea Scrolls the longer, the longer you the longer you looked at it rather than rather than an actual sheet of paper and I don't think he could identify many of the names no. on it obviously he knew the United players but uh, no but, it was a it was a it was one of those days where you look at each other and go what are we doing here the, the, it was the magic of the FA Cup wearing a little bit it, thin it was at bit, one point. it was a bit but uh, no you have to take these things yeah. uh, the rough with the smooth but uh, it did bring in mind back to mind a few more of the rough days yeah 
One or two, yeah, because fair play, the people who were there, Paul Bastard was there in his shorts. Oh, goodness the sake. Iron Man, isn't he? He is, absolutely terrific. Thea Bristow, bless her, uh, the uh, United's former owner, chairman, who turns up at almost every game. I don't think, I can't remember the last one she's missed. Yeah. It, it could be it could be in Krasnajar and she'd be there. Um, uh, she struggled, obviously, a, a lady of a certain years uh, to find a seat. Uh, eventually, a seat was found for her. Not 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 you know uh, as if to say, oh dear, come here, please, please, please. It was just a seat eventually appeared, yeah, yeah. and she sat in there, pretty cold and wet as well. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, she'll be at Eastbourne on Saturday. Well done, there. Um, uh, but I must—I don't think it was as bad on the scale of naught to ten as Solihull Moors away last season. Uh, Damn it. That it, was just it bitter was, cold, it wasn't was it? Unbelievably cold. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the wind chill factor played a big part in it, and I can remember the, the forecasts beforehand. It was a Saturday afternoon match uh, that. I think it was at a time. Oh, it was March, April time. Yeah, so it was just after the, the snows, exactly. wasn't it? Yeah, but the country yeah. was being battered by a new beast from the east <laughs> in terms of wet, uh, wind. Yeah, and I can't remember the last time I was that cold. Apparently, I uttered a profanity. Surely not. No, no, I, not realizing <laughs> that I was still on air, on, on, on air. I think I think we'd just broken off for half time on the commentary. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I was off air and turned away trying to warm my fingers up or something like that to type. Yeah. And I, it was only later on I started getting texts from people <laughs> saying, <laughs> how cold was it, Dave? <laughs> uh, so, uh, but it wasn't as cold as that. It was pretty miserable last yeah. Saturday. But, um, of course, we, we, we used to sort of be so comfortable at playing more but the, not the old press box. Ah, now yeah. you're talking. The, the little old, which many United fans will remember, the little old covered press box at Plainmore, which, as you well remember, uh, uh, Henders, had a little um, one-bar yeah. electric fire in it. Very nice, um, too. I'm not sure yeah. the club were fully aware that the electricity <laughs> bill was being... And we, we only used to turn it on in extreme circumstances because we realised that uh, uh, the club's Every penny counts, every doesn't penny it? Yeah. Counted. yeah. But at least you could sit in there on the coldest, wettest, most miserable of days and still yeah. be pretty comfortable. Although, of course, the glass used to uh, steam up uh, it did. Um, I know, heavily. I was always a little bit concerned sitting there in the front row because it was plate glass, wasn't it? It wasn't laminated no, or anything definitely like that. Not. And one or two hefty clearances did smack into they that did. glass from time to time. Yeah, and we all ducked. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. always imagined being sat there surrounded by shards of glass one day, but it, it never happened. No, no, that's right. Yeah, I tell you, the, 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 for me, the greatest story of the old press box at Playmore, without a shadow of a doubt, and I wish I'd been there yeah. and I wasn't, was the... FA Cup tie against Spurs in yeah. 1965 um, and all of Fleet Street came down for the build-up to the game. It was the tie of the round, the ultimate minnow, Torquay United from the fourth division. Spurs, double winning, <clears throat> most of the double winning team yeah. uh, were still there. Team of internationals, Jimmy Greaves, you name them, etc, etc. Et so all the Fleet Street guys came down, covered the game, including Desmond Hackett, who was the uh, old correspondent for the Daily Express, larger-than-life character, used to wear his 
trilby hat <laughs> and and uh, uh, basically used to sort of write stories with a certain degree of <laughs> color and uh, a little bit of license a little bit of yeah. license yeah and uh, uh, he'd written uh, these very colourful stories in the build-up about little old ladies sitting behind uh, um, lace curtain windows, <laughs> mending mending fishing nets around Torquay Harbour, which is, which is all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Terrific. And on the day of the game, Spurs led 3-1. And uh, Desmond Hackett, because he wasn't actually working on the day and was writing for Monday's Daily Express, was standing at the back of the press box um, and said... Uh, uh, halfway through the second half, I wouldn't be surprised if Torquay don't come out of this with a draw. Makes a few bob for everybody. Back to White Hart Lane, another big crowd. Yeah, I think that would be, I'd have, I'd have a few bob on that. And Roy Page, the old die-hard United, yeah. passionate United supporter for the Western Morning News, had a pipe in his mouth uh, uh, 24 hours a day gritted his teeth and turned round and looked at him at <laughs> this patronising remark. And of course, Robin Stubbs scores with five minutes to go. 3-2. <laughs> yeah. Desmond Hackett, told you, told you, it's going to be three all, it's going to be three all. <laughs> Roy's pipe bounces in his, in his mouth. Stubbs equalises. Uh, what is it, two minutes from yeah. time, something yeah. like that. Three all. Hackett laughs his head off. There you are. I'm collecting. Told you it was going to be three all. You know, it's all been arranged. It's all been arranged. It's all been arranged. <laughs> and of course, yeah. in stoppage time, Stubbs nearly <laughs> scores the winner. I don't, did he hit the bar or the woodwork? I think he I hit think, the bar. I think yeah, he hit think the bar in woodwork, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah. <laughs> and when he hit the bar, Roy Page picked his type, his old sit up and beg typewriter up, slammed it on the desk, turned around to, to Desmond Hackett and said, I suppose that was arranged as well, was it? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, United went on to, yeah. to have a replay at, uh, at White Hart Lane. They lost and Stubbs scored first, 5-1. Mm. Stubbs scored the opening goal there. But uh, anyway, that was the old press the old box press at Plainmore. There have been a few other times when we, we were talking earlier on about um, extreme weather. Now, yeah. Huddersfield, Halifax, places well, like that. Uh, Halifax, of course, uh, you, I was lucky enough to be there that afternoon. Um, uh, Halifax v United, yeah. 1988, 88, 87, 88. Yeah. Uh, uh, frightening weather, thunder and lightning, yeah. lightning cracking a thunder cracking over the ground and these and lightning coming down over the pitch to the point where you're thinking is this safe to be this out? is dangerous is it, is, yeah is, is, is yeah. this safe to be out there and i was watching the game united had a good side and derek dawkins scored the winner yeah it didn't score many of course he scored against the famous in the ones league, he got though didn't he yeah. in the league cup but he scores the winner united win 3-2 and as he scored the winner this shaft of lightning <laughs> cracks down cracks and down into the trees behind the ground and uh, I was able, I think, my match report to throw caution it, to the wind. And uh, it was, I, I have to, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here. I think that was your best ever intro. If I could find that again, it'll be, it'll be around somewhere. <laughs> I but. just, I just I thought, I, ca I can't let this go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the dude getting the winner, 3 2, United won. And, um, but it was a biblical scene, I remember. <laughs> and of course, the, the, in that weather, the cloud is black. Yeah. It, it was just amazing, amazing weather that day. And I, but in terms of cold, I do remember back in the 70s um, when Huddersfield were playing at their old Leeds Road ground 
and it was a cavernous stadium. It was huge, the yeah. old Leeds ground. The, the, the terrace on the, uh, the, the big side terrace, uh, obviously Plainmore used to have a big terrace on mm. the side, and there was a huge terrace on the side at Leeds Road. And if you were in the opposite stand yeah. underneath the roof, you could not see the back of the terrace. Really, that underneath yeah. the it went back so far. Fantastic, those old oh, Burnley was like that. Yes, as well, it, was, Turf it was. was like that. Um, and I can remember sitting there that night in an open press box at Huddersfield in February or something <laughs> like that, fearing that about whether I would get through this. Um, but uh, no, no, you have to, you have to take it, be done, it, isn't uh, it? Uh, because you know the fans are standing there. Um, and paying their money and uh, going through exactly the same. But, uh, of course, the fans do get a chance to move from foot to foot or... Uh, <laughs> move around or, a bit. Yeah. Or, 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 or huddle up together. And uh, None of that say, in the old press box. I hasten no, to no, add. no. And, uh, uh, but I must say, like, at Solihull last season, I couldn't even... I couldn't even... My fingers were so cold. I couldn't even hold a cup of tea that, that somebody very kindly got for me. Um, uh, I think I, I kind of put my yeah. fingers somewhere in my body to try and warm and managed to do it that way. And the tea was cold by the time I came to drink it. But uh, there you go. There we go. Well, dragging you back to Brightlings here. It was a, yeah. a very efficient performance by Torquay. Yes. 3-0 win. All, all, the, all, the situ- all the sort of recipes there for a possible upset. Yeah. A horrible day. Lumpy uh, old pitch. Lumpy old pitch. Sloped yeah. from side to side. Not quite as bad as the old um, uh, Hewish pitch no. at, at, at Yeovil. Um, but... A, a proper old slope. Yeah. Um, uh, a team, an Isthmian League team, a level up from yeah. Limington, um, and not only a level up, they were up for it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought United did a really good job. Um, uh, uh, Gary Johnson had to change the team around a little bit because Ben Winter had dropped out yeah. uh, with illness. Um, so no right back. Um, and although. Uh, uh, Gary Johnson isn't all that keen on talking about formations. He says, you know, I think he's in our camp that no formation ever won a football no. match. Um, but he did have to, to rejig it a bit um, and, and played with three centre-backs. Um, and, uh, but it was, everybody was just did their job. And, yeah. I, and I think yeah. that's the key thing. Uh, uh, let's face it, attitude in, in any sport is crucial. Uh, and particularly in FA Cup ties against lower opposition, when especially away from home, and as well. away from yeah. home. When, when you're when you're when you're playing Man United, or you get a great draw at home, well, of course everybody's going to be up for it. If they're not, they should mm. think about yeah. doing something else, shouldn't they? But but when you go to a Brightling Sea in those conditions, unless you get stuck in right from the word yeah. go, you're only going to encourage them, aren't you? And and uh, United's attitude was right, just as it had been at Limington. In fairness, yeah, it took them yeah. a long time at Limington to break through. I think it was thirty six minutes. It, did. it was but, quicker but, this time. But they battered them yeah. up to that stage. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, a very well taken penalty by um, uh, Jamie Reed, uh, drilled it into the right hand yeah. corner uh, from another. By the way, of Jake Andrews' trademark raking cross. It was one of those crossfield yeah, balls to Opie Edwards, Edwards again, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. He was duly yeah. cleaned out by his fullback just inside the box, and that was a penalty. Uh, and United just went on, and they won really comfortably. Um, another headed goal for Asa Hall. Another headed goal from Asa Hall, set piece. Three, yeah. three set pieces, three headed goals, good for him. I thought he played very well. Funny yeah. enough, afterwards, we were sort of having a little debate about who was the man of the match? Mm. And it was a tough one. It was really tough last Saturday. I yeah. thought Connor, Connor Lemonhay-Evans was terrific in midfield. That midfield three of Lemonhay-Evans, Hall and Andrews, 
looked and are looking yeah. increasingly effective uh, uh, in there. Um, uh, Jamie Reed worked his socks off again. We'll come to him in a minute. Yeah. Um, Seiko Jane is covering every blade of grass on the pitch and can't put the ball in the net. He's getting the in all the right positions but, at the but, moment, isn't wait, he? Wait a minute. Yeah. I've, he he he's, he looks to me like somebody that once he starts scoring might yeah might go off on a run. He missed an absolute sitter. Is <laughs> it just after? Yes, just after half time. He did it against Woking as well, though, didn't yeah, he? But he did, he's getting yeah. on the end he's of the passes and, and he's yeah. pulling people around mm. and 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 you know if if he if 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 he was playing poorly would. You know, yeah. one might say so, but he's not. And, um, a, and a diving header from Jake Andrews yeah, to finish uh, things absolutely. off. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, alert, spotted the chance, really yeah. good move down the right-hand side. Lemonhay happens to read, good cross. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. If it didn't, I apologise to the was individuals. Ke- was Keating involved? Keating, sorry. Yeah. Keating's yeah. cross, I beg your pardon, well done. Um, and Jake Andrews just stole a near post and had to show a little bit of determination yeah. and gumption to throw himself at the ball and head it in. That was 3-0, so... No, all good on that, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you just never had the feeling that United were going to let it go. Uh, there were odd little moments uh, when, you know, Brighton C might have scored. I, I, just before we leave it, I did feel a bit sorry for them, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. A huge day in their history. I think they were hoping and expecting for a crowd of around a thousand, something like that, yeah. to help with the, the revenue. Four hundred and seventy in that weather, and, yeah. and you and they get and they get stuff three nil. You know you can't help feeling a little bit sorry for a small club trying to yeah. make something of the one of the biggest days in their history. And and you the, said in the match report they never threw the towel in at all. They no, kept no. going right to the end. No, actually, yeah. uh, Sean McDonald was probably busier in the last ten minutes of the match. Yeah. Uh, um, Andrew scored, I think, in the eighty-first minute for the third goal, and he was probably busier in the last ten minutes than than he had been in the whole of the rest of the yeah. game. So. All credit to, to Regent for, for the way they, they tackled it. Uh, I'm just sorry that they didn't earn a few more thousand quid no, from the day. True. Let's talk a little bit about Jamie Reid then, because the piece in the paper this week as well. Jamie Reid now five goals in the four games since Gary Johnson came in. Yeah. What's the difference? What's happened, do you think? Well, we, 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 we talked a little bit about this. Was it last week or the week before? We did. Before on, yeah. on the podcast. Uh, and of course... <laughs> The line that people are saying, oh, Gary Johnson has managed to turn Jamie Reid on in the nicest possible way. You know, <laughs> um, but you've got to give Reid a lot of the credit. Yeah. Uh, um, and particularly that game against Woking, yeah. where he and Janet misses an absolute sitter just before half time. You know? yeah. And, and uh, I thought he showed a lot of, it's not guts, it's just mental. It's a sort of mental Fortitude, strength, isn't it? Toughness, yeah. whatever yeah. word you want to cover it. And he ends up scoring the two goals in the last yeah. 10 minutes to, 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 to draw that match. And, you know, I'm sure Gary Johnson's been a huge help to him. And, and uh, the, Gary's quotes this week tend yeah. to indicate that. Um, uh, he even said, I think, you know, that, that uh, he told him, look, People aren't against you. People actually no, want no, they, you want you to do well. Everybody in the ground Correct. wants you to do well. He's, he's yeah. a, why wouldn't they? He's yeah. a local lad through and through. Yeah. Um, this is his club. He only went to Exeter because we didn't have a youth scheme at the time. Mm. Um, he's always wanted to play for Torquay. He loves playing for Torquay. Um, three decent goal kicks would hit his house roof from <laughs> Plainmore, etc., um, uh, uh, etc., uh, he's a hard worker. It's just that sometimes over these, you know, last few years, 
that he's had days where it looked like the harder he tried, the worse it got. Yeah. And I think Gary Johnson has managed, and other, other managers have done their best to do this as well, of course, it's not just Gary Johnson, have managed to kind of almost maybe lift a little weight off his shoulders. Yeah. And of course, when these, you know, when you're going well, all of a sudden, and I think we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, that he's suddenly looking like he expects to score. Yeah. yeah. Um, instead of hoping to score. And and uh, his touch is a li- is better. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's more, you know, when he receives the ball in and around the box, his head comes up just a little bit quicker than it was. Um, uh, he's looking to turn and get shots off. And he's, he's striking the ball with confidence as well, isn't he? Exactly. That, that penalty, there was no doubt from no, no. that that penalty was going in. Absolutely. He's not, one, um, he's not a hesitant penalty taker. No, no. And, and he's, he's, he's just enjoying himself at the moment. And long may it continue. Um, he, he's, Gary Johnson clearly believes that he can be a big weapon for United this mm-hmm. season. I'm sure that up front was one of the areas which he's was reviewing uh, for strengthening. Yeah. Okay, so he's got Seiko Jane in already from Bristol City. He's still got Rory Keating and Brett Williams. Yeah. Um, and you could argue that both of those have yet to come to the party in terms of goal scoring. Uh, yeah. Both yeah. Rory Keating's been working tremendously hard and was a little bit unlucky not to be in the team at the moment. But Brett Williams took a long time to get off the mark. Mm-hmm. Has done now. Got a goal at got two goals at Livington in the, in the previous round of the cup. But is currently struggling to get into the starting lineup. So maybe if Reed carries on like this, Jane is working hard. That's a department which Gary Johnson may not have to worry about too much no. at the moment. So um, remind me, how long have we got Jane for? Uh, Jane is alone until January. Until January, yeah. so he's got time to establish himself. That's right. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. Uh, and of course, United also did extend the loans of. Lemon Hay Evans yeah. and uh, and Jake Andrews last week, so they're with us for a bit longer. Now we've talked a little bit about Sean McDonald and this remarkable record. He's, I mean, he's doing really well, but the midfield is an area. I think Gary Johnson said this week that's as good a midfield as you'll find. Yeah, he he said that should be that yeah. should be as good a midfield uh, as any in our league. Yeah. Now, um, uh, you know, these things can change, of course, uh, and United have got a hugely important and what looks on paper quite tough game coming up at Eastbourne this Saturday. Um, but, uh, yeah, they just look a good mix. Yeah, it's a good a- unit there, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And, I, and I think that the key thing for me is Lemon Hay Evans has brought a, 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 a little ingredient of pace and mm. aggressiveness and work rate in there that was lacking before. Yeah. Um, and it's meant that Azer Hall can now sit not sit, but he can play just behind yeah. Lemon Hay Evans and Andrews. Andrews is a class act on the ball, as we know. Lemon Hay Evans is, is getting better with almost every game yeah. that, that you see him play. Um, and with, obviously, the team at the moment, there's been Edwards on the right and Liam Davis on the left. They've got options. They can find people in space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that unit is, is working very well at the moment. But for the Eastbourne game... Um, on Saturday, we're going to have to manage without Conor Lemon Hay Evans, aren't we? Well, yes. Uh, of course, Talkie United are. Why wouldn't Wales come and uh, <laughs> pick a Talkie United player? But they have come and taken Conor Lemon Hay Evans for under 21 
Euro Under-21 qualifiers this weekend. Well, it's Friday and Tuesday, I think. Yeah, they're in uh, Wales are away, or the Wales Under-21s are away in Romania on Friday night and at home to Switzerland on Tuesday night. Right, so. Um, yes. So uh, uh, I think Gary Johnson's pretty miffed about that. Uh, not least because I think Wales are quite a long way behind in that group. They, from from our, our rudimentary maths, we just had a look at the table. It doesn't look. I don't think Wales can qualify. No. For so uh, and I, don't get me wrong. I mean, if Conor and Lemonhead ends up playing two ninety minutes, we're well, fine. Um, I think Gary Johnson will be uh, a little bit disappointed if he ends up sitting on the bench and not coming off the yeah. bench for, for for two games because obviously he's at. He's at playing more from Bristol City to play as many games as possible. Mm. But yeah. um, so he's he comes out. Uh, I understand as we speak that United are chasing another signing. Yeah, um, they have been linked with a lad called Calvin Kalala, who um, was a Johnson and a Johnson yeah. brothers signing at um, uh, um, uh, Cheltenham uh, in the summer. Um, a Parisian attacking midfield player. Yeah. Whether that happens or not, we'll have to wait and see. But he certainly, it certainly surfaced at the other end that he might be heading in this direction. And he might, by the sound of it, then he might go straight into the team if he does. Yeah, that would be interesting. That one, uh, particularly because United don't really have another. Uh, um, uh, sadly, Samir Nabi uh, broke down in training again this week, and he yeah. was nearly back. Uh, he's had a recurrence of his groin trouble so um, uh, United aren't overburdened with with numbers in there at mm. the moment I understand Ryan Dixon should be back in another fortnight which of course will be quite That's an interesting yeah. card to throw into yeah. the pack uh, anyway um, so uh, yeah um, we'll see uh, where where we go with that one um, I normally with, with a, a new player yeah uh, especially in these circumstances where um, United have got to go and play on an all-weather pitch on Saturday. Yes, yeah. Their whole training this week has been built around that. They've had they will have had two sessions on the Torquay Academy all-weather pitch Tuesday and Thursday. They're training on another all-weather pitch um, at their overnight stop yeah. uh, in Sussex. So uh, that's an indication that Gary Johnson is taking this very seriously indeed on Saturday. The interesting thing that uh, you pointed out, the this is this will be Torquay's last league match yep. on a plastic pitch. Yes. This season and it's only October. It'll be what's their sixth away game and they'll yeah. have got all rid of all three by the by the end of October, sort of mid-October. Uh, Slough, Oxford City and Eastbourne. Yeah. You know, call me old-fashioned if you like, but that's that's fine as far as I'm concerned. How do the um, players feel about the Astro? Are they did uh, they enjoy I think, it? I think players have got mixed feelings about it. Um, the, the other interesting thing is that everybody all sort of, or many people assume that Astro pitches are Astro pitches, and you know, three G is three G, and that's yeah. it. Well, anybody that has played on Sutton United one week, Maidstone the next, yeah. uh, knows that these pitches differ hugely. Uh, particularly with age, yeah. Um, uh, when these pitches are first put down, they're often quite slow, mm -hmm. uh, and the longer they're down, and the longer you play on them, the the, the faster yeah. and the harder they get. Uh, Maidstones, for instance, is much slower than than Sutton's all weather. Right. Um, the Eastbourne pitch was laid in 2016, I think it was. So it's been down for two years. So it's done a couple so of seasons. It should be. Yeah. It should be good. Um, uh, the Oxford City pitch is a weird one. That's a rubber crumb yeah. uh, pitch that used to be, they were originally brought in for hockey pitches almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and every time the ball bounces there, a little puff of 
yeah. Robert Crumb yeah. comes up there. Not a huge fan of that. Slough didn't go to Slough, so uh, I'm not quite sure how that, that played. I just think uh, Gary Johnson was quite interesting about it this week in his press conference. Um, a lot of managers, because they're trying to take excuses away from the players, mm. sort of say, oh, same for everybody, of course, yeah, you should be able to cope, we all train on them, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think Gary Johnson says, yeah, okay, I'll go along with that. And he takes, he's obviously taking big steps to make sure that the players don't have any excuses. But he does acknowledge that it's a mental problem as much as a physical one. Yeah. Uh, and apparently in the session that he had on Tuesday, uh, which was full on, yeah. he wanted to see players going in for sliding tackles, keepers making saves on the ground, uh, people diving for headers, yeah. all of that kind see, of stuff. So no kind of fear of the asteroid. Correct. Yeah. In other words, you know, don't start trying to play differently mm. just because you think you're on an astro pitch. You know, if you can make a sliding tackle, we'll make a sliding tackle. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, okay, you might get a bit of a burn, but if it means stopping a goal or got to be done. Or, or, yeah. or making one, it's got to be done. And pitches have come a long way since the old sandy pitches, oh. like the one at Preston and Don't. places like that. Yes, exactly. They, they, they used to be horrendous, yeah. didn't they? Luton, QPR. <laughs> uh, um, the ball used to be in the air all the time. Well, that, that, that they've come on hugely since then, but... Let's face it, the vast majority of people play on grass most of the time, yeah. and they don't play on all weather. So the remarkable thing for me is is that you'd expect teams with all-weather pitches to be almost unbeatable at home, yeah. and yet it doesn't work out like that. Maidstone last season had one of the worst home records in they did pick up towards the end of the season in the National yeah. League. Um, Eastbourne Borough have not lost away from home yet. Their away record is much better than their home record. Isn't that strange? It is. Yeah. So, um, and they're quite well go. placed, aren't they? They're just ahead of us in the table, aren't they? Yeah, they, they had a very good run at the start of the season. Uh, Jamie Howell, their manager, very experienced. By the way, not Howell, not Howells, no relation of Gareth Howells, okay. the old United uh, promotion winning goalkeeper. But, but he was here, wasn't he? But he was here yeah. as a young player under Kevin Hodges. He came at the end of the 96-97 season. Uh, played about four games. He he had been released by Arsenal. Young right-sided midfield player. Yeah. Um, United had a look at him. Played four times. Didn't get him a contract, and he ended up playing for donkeys years for uh, Bognor Regis. Yeah. Very, great servant of theirs. Managed them, uh, and is now, by all accounts, doing a pretty good job at um, at Eastbourne. And I I think if United come away from there on Saturday with a point or better, I think that will be a, a decent result. Yeah. They've got some very experienced players there. Uh, David Martin, Yemi Ardubade, who many yeah. United fans yeah. will have seen over the years and did actually have a brief trial for United. I think it was last year or maybe the year before. Pre-season, wasn't yeah, it? Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. came of it. So they've got people, a, a good mix there. Yeah. Uh, and they are quite ambitious, Eastbourne. Uh, they, they are, you know, they quite like to get into the National League. Thank yeah. you very much. So um, big game. Indeed. Uh, Brett Williams will be back for that yes, one. Yes, he, yeah. he, he was released. And another interesting little thing there that, that, that uh, Gary Johnson saw fit to say, yes, by all means, nip off because his partner gave birth to their second child. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 his son, Teddy, yes. um, came into the world uh, last Friday. Um, and even though United were short of a subs bench, yeah. Um, at at at, at Brightling Sea, um, uh, Gary Johnson was happy for Brett Williams to go off and yeah. and be there. 
Um, I think Brett actually said at some stage, look, do you want me to bust a gut to see if I can get to Brightlingsea in time for kickoff? And, yeah. Uh, well, he, he didn't, so I can only assume that uh, the answer was, no, we'll cope without you. We'll so, manage. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll manage without you. So, should point out the slight interlude there while we were talking, I just let the cat in. <laughs> it's such are such the... Uh, Beauties of podcasting in different places these days. So um, that was a strange noise in the background. Well, I think I think it prevented an awful lot of meowing. <laughs> yes, in the <laughs> and he's now sharpening his claws on my chair. Um, next thing to uh, the situation with the three players that we talked about going out on loan the other yeah. day: Balling, Banton, and Regis. Yes, um, Bobs and Balling joined Oxford City on loan last season, and. Hey Presto promptly scored in their four-one FA yeah. Cup win over Dartford. I think it was. Um, uh, good for him. Yeah. Um, I understand Jason Banton nearly went out on a similar loan last week. That didn't happen in the end. Any idea where to, or is it still? Uh, uh, no, not no. yet. No. Um, and Chris Regis has also sort of been told by Gary Johnson that that he can have a look around. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's it's difficult. This isn't it. You're 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 effectively saying, look, you're not part of the inner circle mm. here, and yet football is such a unpredictable game isn't it that uh, uh, things can change so quickly and uh, Johnson has, has, has been at pains really to point out look you know if these they're not getting games here no if they go out get some games and start playing well you know what's to stop them coming back here uh, uh, that possibility um, uh, and, and getting back into the fold here yeah um, okay you know when a new manager comes in and after a few weeks says to you Look, by the way, I don't think you're going to be getting my team. I think <laughs> the writing's on the wall a little bit. It, it isn't looks it? a bit yeah. that way, doesn't yeah. it? But but uh, you know things do change, yeah. and um, uh, you know who knows injuries. Look, this week United did not expect to go to Eastbourne without Con- Connolly, uh, Lemon Hay Evans, uh, and and yet they're going to. Indeed, now. and if um, they if they aren't able to make the signing that they're looking to make, yeah, then, and this can happen week yeah. after week. Uh, injuries. You know, maybe another in. chance for Regis. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, and um, so uh, I think there, Banton and Regis are still, mm. you know, uh, in that bracket, trying to maybe sort something out. We'll we'll find out before the weekend whether that bears fruit. Now, the cup draw on Monday was kind, wasn't it? Despite Gary Johnson saying that he he particularly wanted to get a national league team. Well, he said he quite fancied getting a national yeah. league team, and I think that's an expression of of. How confident he is, and, yeah. and that is something that has rubbed off on everybody at Playmore, uh, uh, and it's definitely rubbed off on the supporters, you know, who mm. love him for it. It's it appears to have rubbed off on the players. Yeah. In other words, the the expectations and the quotes pressure close quotes mm-hmm. of the club he sees as assets, yeah, not as weights, and he's managed to get that 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 message across. So United beat Brightlingsea Region 3-0, uh, another Isthmian League, lower league team dis- yeah. disposed of. Who does he want in the next round? A team from the division above. Yeah. Now, most of the time, we're more than happy uh, with another uh, team from below. And, of course, that's exactly uh, so what on, they've got. And on I think Saturday week, talk here at home to Winchester City. Winchester City. And, and, and I defy many people to say that there was quite a few fist pumps at home when they heard that draw coming out of the velvet bag um, now hold on a minute this is being potentially yeah. very disrespectful to Winchester City 
Um, I mean, they, this this is the furthest they've ever been in the competition, yes, isn't it? it so is. they will be um, absolutely hell bent on getting through to the quite. first round proper. And I dare say they're as just as pleased with this draw as mm. as United are for yeah. different reasons. Yeah. Um, uh, I think nearly every club in the draw, uh, and maybe apart from Wrexham and one or two others, uh, would probably have viewed a trip to Torquay in the cup. Yeah. You know, saying that'll do. Thank you very much because they know about the place and. Uh, especially if United come up with some sort of uh, ticket price off offer, which I understand they're having a think about at the moment. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, to try and sell the game and get a few more yeah. people in. Of course, season ticket holders have to pay for cup ties. Um, and you do have to run this past. The opposition have to accept yeah. it if they're going to do it. But I think they're, they're, they're having a think about with, that. With things being pretty buoyant as they are at the moment, now would be a good time. You know, the, play, so. the people who are out there thinking, well, maybe we'll go back and have a look. And, you especially know, if it's... If it's cup match worth it, you yeah. Know, if they're making it well, well, we'll see what they come up with for that. Um, but obviously, it's a hell of a good chance for United to get through. Yeah. Um, uh, and why wouldn't you be happy with 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 a home tie? As Gary Johnson said, "Thank goodness we're home." Yeah. Livingston away, Brightlings away. Uh, I think it was all a shot away in the round they lost in last year. Yeah, um, it's, been, know, it's, it's been a while. Hasn't it's been it? a while, yeah. and of yeah. course the other fixture sort of glitch uh, that, that they're in at the moment was if they'd been drawn away again, mm. United would only have had one home game in two months, which would have yeah. been the Woking match. Um, and for everybody's sake, supporters and also the club. Yeah, um, you know, one one home game in two months uh, pushes the old stre- yes. stretches the resources a bit. But they're going to make up for that over Christmas and New Year, aren't they? Well, says, there you go. St Albans of, at yeah. home will have to be rearranged now. Yeah. Still awaiting a date there. Um, but we've got some home games coming up. Villaricky, yeah. of course, are coming to town mm-hmm. pretty quickly. That will be a, a, a big one. Yeah. Um, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Home to Billericay being a big it's one. It's the but, big one. It's but, a six-pointer. But, but it is. <laughs> um, uh, and while we're on fixtures, uh, FA Youth Cup tie, home to Yates Town. United have won three yeah. ties in that competition this season now. Next Tuesday night, playing more 7.45. That, that, that yeah. game's been, been fixed. That's the uh, uh, important date for them going well aren't they yeah they are going very very well before we leave Winchester another mention for Brett Williams didn't he started at Winchester he did didn't? yeah because he's, he's from that part of the world yeah. Southampton um, uh, and Winchester was his first senior club he was there for a couple of years before he was spotted yeah uh, and, and headed off to Reading or was it well, Eastleigh first may have been something like yeah. that and went on to the, to the career he's had but uh, he has fond memories of Winchester couple of years there and uh, uh, he wanted Scholing in the last round which is just around the corner from where his family lives they got knocked out but he's uh, he's got his wish got Winchester. Winchester good stuff and Friday night this week um, at Playmore it's the Legends yeah evening, yeah isn't um, it? the Talk United Supporters Trust have got Legends at night um, in Number 10's restaurant on Friday uh, 7.30 kickoff, I think yeah Lots of big uh, names coming to, to kick off <laughs> on a Friday night. Yeah, um, um, quite a lot of you know yeah. good names have uh, you know have signed up for that. Yeah. Um, Talking to uh, Chris Fleet last night. He's uh, Kevin Hill is there. Mark Loram is there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, Doug Clark is going along. So I understand. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. One of my favourite ever United wingers from the nineteen sixties. Um, uh, Colin Lee is coming, of course. Who can. Uh, uh, shed light on all sorts of yeah. uh, uh, football matters, both at United and beyond. Uh, 
started here effectively, or mm-hmm. I think he was at he was at Bristol City initially as a youngster, Devonian born and bred, um, uh, and many more. Um, Russell Musk. Uh, I'm going to forget people if I if I keep going. We'll try not to do an exhaustive list, but no, there's right. a lot of people Alex who will have Watson, a lot of stories United to tell. Captain yeah. and, uh, um, uh, lots of them. Lots yeah. of them. Lots of them. Yeah, a great evening that should be. And tickets still available, they I are. believe. Yeah, £10 a head um, gets you some yeah. uh, some food and refreshment. And uh, I think there's a question and answer session. I use a little quiz. I think there's probably a raffle of some kind. Uh, just a bit of a fun evening. Excellent. I, I can't, heading off to Eastbourne first thing in the morning, I can't. <laughs> I won't be staying all that long, but uh, uh, there you go. Yeah, so Eastbourne it is. I think we've pretty much come to the end of the agenda. Although you you did you were listening to the radio on the way over, David, and, and one or two. Oh, don't get me punditry. Well, uh, it, it, I, was, we, it, it was it was just a little story that <laughs> I, I I I'd got my angry hat on when when I saw <laughs> I, I tuned switched the telly on this morning. Yeah, uh, and there's lots and lots of pictures of John Terry uh, with an Aston Villa shirt at yeah. uh, at Villa Park as if he's the new manager of Aston Villa. Uh, I couldn't spot any sign of Dean Smith at all, who is actually the new manager yeah. of Aston Villa, who who has done a fantastic job. First of all, I think he was at Hereford as a player. Yes. Uh, yeah. And he went to Walsall when no one expected him to do anything at Walsall. Uh, uh, had, had kept them punching above their weight for a long, long time. He then went to Brentford in what we all know is the toughest division in the world, yeah. the championship. Yes. Um, little Brentford and has done an unbelievable job there. Turned them into challengers, didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. I think they finished yeah. in the top 10 in mm. each season he's had them up there with a stadium that holds even less than Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's... I, I thought, what a damn good appointment that good. is. Yeah. Down to earth, proper yeah. bloke, knows what he's talking about, no airs and graces about him. Um, so let's hope that Dean Smith and John Terry as his number two, yes. really well. Yeah. But the thing that really got me was, was uh, Alan Shearer uh, um, uh, uh, had a go at some young fullback uh, who he didn't think was paying too much attention to his defending uh, on yeah. telly. I forget the name of the player who, who, who it was. But Martin O'Neill, quite rightly, jumped to this player's defence as if to say, what on earth does Alan Shearer know about it? Yeah, um, uh, we like Martin O'Neill. Don't we, we do. Yeah, yeah. as pundits uh, go, he's all right. Well, yeah, but but at least he's yeah. <laughs> look at look at look in the book. Look at his track record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, compare that with Alan Shearer's coaching and managerial record, or Ian Wright, or uh, yeah. uh, many of them. To be perfectly honest with you, that they, if they ever were managers or coaches, many of their track records don't actually stack up very very mm. very high. And quite a lot of these pundits have never coached a serious team in the whole of their life let alone managed one um, and Martin O'Neill just dapped Alan Shearer over the nose I thought and quite right too because pointing out well has it not occurred to Alan Shearer that his manager may well have told his, this young player yeah. to play that way uh, um, uh, but it was just a uh, I think people like you and I pundits fine they're part and parcel of the game uh, unfortunately too many television stations they're very keen to appoint ex-players aren't they yes who, who are yeah. almost on the thing well they're instantly recognizable therefore they're easier for people mm. to listen to well that's fine and i don't you know we don't mind alan shearer ian wright chris sutton or you know danny murphy i always yeah. think talks a fair bit of sense 
Um, but what happens is, and their views are fine, you and I talk yatter away, uh, but we don't expect our views to be held as... No, they're, they're given the oracle. undue authority exactly. sometimes, aren't and they? And all of a yeah. sudden, what Alan Shearer or what Ian Wright or what Chris Sutton thinks about a certain club or a certain situation or a certain manager is apparently of some importance. Yeah. Well, sorry. Not to us. <laughs> Not no. to us, it, it isn't. Um, and uh, I just thought it was a timely little reminder from Martin and yeah. Neil. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Manage a proper team, get some points on the board, do a job or two, and then you can start telling people the time of day. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, just looking at the clock now, we did the, um, the fourth official would be heading out onto the touchline with the injury time board about now. So uh, thank you very much for your time this week. FA Cup has come and gone for another week. Tough, tough league game at Eastbourne on uh, on Saturday, and then well, there's much to look forward to, isn't there? Yeah. If United can get something at Eastbourne on Saturday, uh, uh, and then you've got Winchester. Uh, is it Billericay shortly it after comes pretty that? Quickly. Yeah. After that, yeah. you know, there's a lot. Uh, United could potentially have a very lucrative and profitable in terms of yeah. finance and points coming up over the next few weeks and months and. After everything that's gone before, let's hope that uh, uh, it, it finally yeah, happens. Yeah, isn't it good to be at uh, to be reporting on a buoyant club and buoyant supporters? Sure is. Thank you very much. This has been Guy and David on the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast. We'll be back again next week. If you're going to Eastbourne, um, come up and say hello. David will be there. And uh, as ever, we finish. Come, come on, on, you, you yellows. yellows.